90 Minutes of Fury. I hope everybody is ready. Everything you need to know, 90 minutes. Right here, right now. All right, let's go right to it. Doc Giada tweet. I just wanted to sum up the COVID situation for you. 10 million contracted TB last year. 1.5 million of those died. Did you wear a mask? Were you homebound all year? Did the economy shut down? Were schools closed? No. Why? I guess the mainstream media forgot about it. So let's look at that. 10 million cases. 1.5 million people died. So you're looking at it right. You look at it statistically speaking. They say 3 million people have died globally of COVID, right? So there should have been at least half the response to TB last year. Since there's 10 million people contracted it, 1.5 million died, which is a, a higher, way higher death rate than COVID-19, where you're dealing with hundreds of millions of people have contracted COVID, and 3 million allegedly have died, which those numbers are all wrong, but I just got to use them for ease of conversation. So if you have hundreds of millions of COVID cases, 3 million deaths, but you only have 10 million cases of tuberculosis and 1.5 million people died, where were all the masks? Where were the shutdowns? See, that would, that would possibly elude to the fact that there were ulterior motives. Would you not agree? Since there was zero response to 1.5 million people dying of tuberculosis last, last year, zero response. Where were you? COVID caving pastors around the world, where were you? You, you didn't close your churches for TB and 1.5 million people died, 10 million cases. Why was there absolutely no response? Why was there no lockdowns? Why were schools not closed? It would allude to the fact that there was an ulterior motive to the response to COVID-19, which was very simple. It's a globalist control tactic done by the World Economic Forum. It's a, it's a national control, control tactic done by the Democratic Party to unseat a duly elected president by making everybody too scared, allegedly, even that's garbage, but again, for ease of conversation, making people too scared to in-person vote so you have tens of millions of mail-in ballots, unchecked, unverified, no ID required. To this day, nobody has any idea. You have 440,000 votes in Georgia alone that have they have no chain of custody no verification no signature verification no id needed 440,000 and trump allegedly lost that state by 8,000 votes that's why you had a different response to covid-19 you had zero response zero response to tuberculosis last year zero well not last year 2019 well, and, well, it was last year, 2020 tuberculosis, 1.5 million deaths, zero response, no discussion whatsoever. The year before, same exact statistics for tuberculosis in 2019, no response. Hundreds of thousands of people died of the flu. Somewhere between 30 and 80,000 Americans died of the flu in 2019. No response, no mask wearing. So allegedly you think that, that the response would be proportional, right? You'd think that if, if 80,000 Americans died of the flu, there would be a proportional response. Some people would wear masks. So there'd be some lock, no, absolutely not. There'd be some lockdowns, some business closures, some church lockdowns, whatever, absolutely zero. So that would allude to the fact that this COVID-19 response has been from day one a political response. Now, we all know what's come out. Go to the next one, Face the Nation tweet. 
Th these kinds of lab leaks happen all the time. This is from Scott Got Gottlieb, COVID caver, says of COVID-19. So here we have, you have Scott Gottlieb talking here, no, notorious COVID caver. He's saying now from day one, he's been saying that there is, there's no possibility that COVID-19 came from a lab leak in Wuhan, China, from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. From day one, nothing. But now all of a sudden, now that the evidence is starting to mount up, that people are actually looking under a microscope, we, everybody who's been in the know has known about gain-of-function research and that this was a man-made virus banned off of Facebook, banned off of YouTube, banned off of social media. We've been saying it since last year. Steve Bannon's been saying it since January of last year. The man responsible for getting Donald Trump elected, Steve Bannon, has been saying, speaking about gain-of-function research and that it escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology since January of last year. Scott Gottlieb and people like that here on Face the Nation, they've been saying, what is that? I can't, what station's Face the Nation on? MS, is that NBC? I don't know. CBS, Face the Nation, they're, just, they're all the same, Goebbels Media. But now, all of a sudden, because people are starting to look under micro, micro, microscopes and seeing spike proteins injected into coronavirus bat viruses, I mean, corona bat viruses, and that's what's called gain of function, making human beings susceptible to them, they're starting to say, you know what? Eventually, everybody's going to see under a microscope. Everybody's going to see under a microscope, and they're going to verify that we've been wrong from, from day one. So now they're all running for cover, and you've got somebody out there saying, now Scott Gottlieb saying, these kinds of lab leaks happen all the time. Play the video for me. So in terms of looking at this going forward, back to the title of your book, How We Can Defeat the Next Pandemic, your argument is it's important to know how this started in this case because there is this specific lab, but there have been also other cases where security has been lax and there have been leaks. And so it's important to figure out what happened here in order to kind of lock the doors tight to keep it from happening again. That's right. These kinds of lab leaks happen all the time, uh, actually. Even here all right, in the back States. to me. I just, wanted you, I just wanted you to hear him say it. Because these have been the COVID caving, the COVID tyrannists now for the last 15 months. All of them saying that people like me were white, you know, were tinfoil hat, um, you know, right wing fanatics saying that this was a result of gain of function research out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by Bill Gates, funded by Anthony Fauci, funded by the National Institutes of Health. We've been called tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists for 15 months, but now I just want everybody for the record. You hear people like Scott Gottlieb, who has shot down that presumption for months. Nobody knows for sure 100%, but I think it's pretty easy to tell. Again, using that, if it flies like a duck, quacks like a duck, paddles around, in a, in a pond like a duck, it's a duck, okay? So if you have the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is the number one storage facility in the world, in the world not only for coronavirus viruses, but all viruses, and lo and behold, it starts in, in the Wuhan district of China. Lo and behold, it starts right there. And they were doing gain-of-function research funded by Fauci, funded by Gates, funded by the CCP, funded by the NIH. And lo and behold, it just happens to come out in Wuhan when none of us have ever even heard of Wuhan until 2019. It's quacking like a duck. All right, Ben Swan, have that video ready for me, guys, and get ready to play it right now. So we're taking a look today at this new study that's about to be released in Australia. Five scientists there who are actually working on a coronavirus vaccine said they found some very strange things while studying the pathogen. They claim that what they found leads them to believe that there is 
almost no way that COVID-19, the current coronavirus that the world is dealing with, actually originated in nature and as the result of evolution, as the WHO and people like Dr. Anthony Fauci continually claim. Instead, they say it's almost impossible that it's not human-made. The preliminary report of the study, which is now being peer-reviewed, is based on computer modeling of the virus's ability to infect various animals, including humans. It was published May 13th on the Cornell University website, which is used for discussion of pre-publication papers. Nikolai Petrovsky, the lead researcher, said his team suspects human manipulation in Wuhan because of the unmatched ability of the virus's protruding spike to infect human cells. The virus's binding strength for human cells far exceeds similar properties for infecting other animals, he said in a statement on the forthcoming report. So the study findings were very interesting, which is that we found that the COVID-19 virus uh, was particularly well adapted to bind to human cells. And that was far superior to its ability to bind the cells of any other uh, animal species, which is is quite unusual because typically when a virus is is well adapted to an animal and then it by chance crosses to a human, typically you would expect it to originally have lower binding to human cells than to the original host animal. We found the opposite. So... So that was a big surprise. Now, on top of all of this, Dr. Petrovsky and his team also claim that there are other reasons that they say that someone tampered with this coronavirus and actually caused human manipulation of it. He says this, quote, the fact that no corresponding virus has been found to exist in nature leads to the possibility that COVID-19 is a human-created virus. It is therefore entirely plausible that the virus was created in the biosecurity facility in Wuhan by selection on cells expressing human ACE2, a laboratory that was known to be cultivating exotic bat coronaviruses at the time. Then there is a new study led by Norwegian virologist Berger Sorensen, which has found that the coronavirus's spike protein contains sequences that appear to be artificially inserted. The researchers found that the virus had been doctored to bind to humans. They pointed out that it has hardly mutated since it began to infect humans, suggesting that it was already fully adapted to humans. Now, this report alone is pretty interesting, but what's really interesting to me is that several weeks ago, I was sent an article that I've been looking into, and it's an article that wasn't written a couple of days ago or even in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Instead, it was actually written five years ago, and the title of it is Lab-Made Coronavirus Triggers Debate. It was written November 16th, 2015. The article references Ralph Barrick, an infectious disease researcher at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, who published a study on his team's efforts to engineer a virus with a surface protein of the SHC-014 coronavirus found in horseshoe bats in China. Essentially, the article goes on to discuss the fact that the U.S. government was funding coronavirus bat research for some time. All right, a couple of things on this. First of all, we showed a video back in probably March, April of 2020 with the exact same information, and I got it from Ben Swan at that time, too. 
these experiments, people looking under the microscope at coronavirus has been going on for a very long time. Last year, Australian scientists, along with other scientists around the globe, looked under the microscope and said, these are engineered viruses, human engineered man-made viruses a year ago. A year ago, Ben Swan has been has been putting this out for a long, long time, as well as many others. It's just amazing to me. I heard a very I'm not going to say the name because overall he does great work, a very big name conservative pundit who said today I was watching one of his Facebook live posts or it wasn't live, but it was a recorded post on Facebook from his podcast. And he said the first time he even heard of gain of function research was two weeks ago. See, we have got to, on the right, stop listening and stop kowtowing to the left's propaganda, afraid to be called tinfoil hat wearers and conspiracy theorists. You have to stop being afraid of that. Whatever the facts are, are the facts. Of course, they will label them debunked. They will label them a conspiracy theory. They will label you a tinfoil hat wearer. They're going to do that. That's what propagandists do. Now, what's happened this week? The big news coming out this week has been the FOIA request, the Freedom of Information request on Anthony Fauci's emails. Put up the Federalist for me. There we go. Fauci in 2012, gain-of-function research into bat viruses is worth the risk of a pandemic. Just so you know, that's where Fauci stands. Fauci stands, you know what, gain-of-function research, juicing up viruses and making them transmissible to human beings. And not only, and going back to the Ben Swan thing for just a second, has anybody realized that there has not been found an animal host for COVID-19. Anthony Fauci has been lying for 15 months straight, knowing that he is a part in, in, in the creation, a part and parcel to the creation of the coronavirus, marching out in front of every podium, being on every magazine cover, being everybody's hero, knowing that he funded the creation of the very virus plaguing the earth, right? Well, they, and then he's been touting now that it's been a zoological uh, creation where it came from an animal. It did not, where it came from, it, it some, suddenly out of nowhere became transmissible from a bat or another animal host suddenly to a human being. That's what they've been saying. I think it's called zoonautical or something like that. It, the, suddenly, a virus carried around by an animal becomes transmissible to humanity suddenly. But yet they have, they have yet to find the true original animal host. They have not verified that it came from a corona, from a bat. They, have, they don't have any idea. They just say, what market? And they treat the possibility that it came from the lab as mythology as some sort of crackpot conspiracy theory, but they themselves have no animal host whatsoever. None. They have no animal host. It's just like when libtards, they want to ban assault rifles, but they have no way of defining them. They have no definition for an assault rifle. A rifle. So they want, to, they want to ban what exactly? Same thing here. They said that it's come from an animal source. The coronavirus suddenly was in some sort of animal and became transmissible to human beings, but they have never found the host animal yet. They just put out vague statements about wet markets on the Vietnam and Laos border of China. Why would they do that? It's called gaslighting. It's called propaganda because the very people responsible for the creation of the virus are trying to hide 
how it was created by them and by their funding. That's what's been happening from day one. It is so, it's a clown show, it's laughable, that Anthony Fauci, one of the co-creators of the Fauci coronavirus, sits in front of a microphone, sits in front of a podium on countless news shows, countless magazine covers, and touts, and touts his, his great virtue, never mentioning a word. Now, all of a sudden, he's saying, well, it could have come from a laboratory. Where was that back in March of 2020? Why would you not come out and say it right then and there? Let's delve deep into some of these, in some of these emails from Emerald Robertson. Robinson tweet, never forget the FBI gave Dr. Fauci an award, <laughs> get this now, for distinguished service in November of 2020. Why did the FBI do that? Back to me. So here's the thing. So what's really laughable about that is that the FBI gives Fauci this award for, I'm going to read it here, distinguished service. Well, what's interesting is, is that Biden, Joe Biden, the, the, uh, the occupant of the White House, the alleged president, the fraudulently, fraudulently elected president, he just canceled the State Department over year-long investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. Joe Biden just canceled that and then handed it over to, quote-unquote, the intel community, which includes the FBI. The FBI, the ones that are hunting down MAGA moms. The FBI that ignores Antifa, that ignores Black Lives Matter that ignores Islamic extremism and Palestinian protests, ignoring all the vandalism, all the murder, all the arson, all the assaults on police officers, ignores all that, but goes after MAGA mom, uh, make America great hat wearers around the country to the tune of 400 arrests for January 6th. That FBI, which is lockstep with the Democratic Party, which is lockstep with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, which is lockstep with Chucky e. Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, they are nothing more than the brown shirt enforcers, Gestapo of the Democratic Party. And lo and behold, Joe Biden takes it away from the State Department and gives it to the FBI, who gave Anthony Fauci an award for distinguished service back just four, four five months ago, November of 2020. All right, Jordan Shocktail tweet. So far, the Fauci FOIA Freedom of Information request email show he had some urgent, time-sensitive discussions about gain-of-function. Whoops, he never told any of us that before. This is new. Told colleagues retail masks don't work due to, si to the size of the virus. Everybody get that now. He just said on his emails, which I'll read to you in a second, so I guess you shouldn't go into it here, but he told colleagues that masks do nothing, but yet he's wearing two of them around up till a month ago, post-vaccination, Ignored scientists who told him China was lying about virus and data, was well aware of the possible lab leak, and never told a soul. All of these things and never told a soul. Let's look at a couple of them. I hope that you can see them. Just put them on full screen for me, guys. Yeah, they're pretty good. I hope that you can read them. If not, then it'll just, just take my word for it, I guess, and pull it up for yourself. All right, here we go. From Fauci to Kira Phillips. This note is, be is between longtime colleagues. Dear Tony, this note is between long, longtime colleagues. So it's from Phillips to Fauci. This entire coronavirus story 
and the handling of it has really escalated into an unexpected journey. I want you to know how much I have respected your profession, professional, have respected you professionally and medically for nearly 20 years. I also want you to know that I have appreciated how we have communicated through the years about the threats to our world's health and how honest and transparent you have always been. I know you are in a unique situation, and I want you to know that I want that I respect that and would never put you in a situation with correspondence that would jeopardize you in any way. With that said, I hope you can keep me informed of, of the record if need be. I continue to cover the story honestly and faithfully. Now notice at the bottom who Kira Phillips is. A, B, <laughs> C, News. That's from ABC News. Is that objective journalism? That's objective journalism? Where you're, you're basically in there bootlicking and butt-kissing the story itself? The subject of the story, you're bootlicking and butt-kissing? This is what we've gotten from day one. So congratulations, those who bought in and quarantined, locked down, and wore masks and have now vaccinated yourself, especially those inside the evangelical Christian community who have bought into the gaslighting propaganda of people like Kira Phillips. Right, let's go to the next one, guys, from Sylvia Burwell. It's got to be full screen so I can read it. Thank you. Sylvia, masks are really for infected people. This is Fauci talking. Sylvia, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected. Then why was he touting them? Why was he, you can put, actually, you can put it half and half, and I can see it. Perfect. Thank you. So why was Fauci touting mask wearing when he said that it's only for, when mask wearing is only affected for inf, effective for infected people? Why was, why was he touting mask wearing when he said basically there are four people who are already infected and showing symptoms? That's the only reason to wear. But then now for over a year, Fauci has been saying that masks save lives. Do you see the contradictions, the propaganda, and the bold-faced lies? The only question is why? Why the propaganda? Why the bold-faced lies? Why, why exactly was Fauci doing this? That's the only question. There's no question that he was lying. There was no question he was propagandizing. Absolutely no question. The only question is why? There's no question he was contradicting the president. There's no question he's cost tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of lives by pushing down hydroxychloroquine by denouncing hydroxychloroquine and saying that it doesn't work and basically getting it outlawed, when now it's now that's coming to light too, that hydroxychloroquine could have saved up to 70% of infected people. But he himself, along with his buddy, Peter Daszak, the one that he actually used to funnel money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Peter Daszak, the, of the Eco Alliance, that he funneled money through, he funneled money through that organization to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Dasek came out with an article in the Lancet saying, a couple of articles. Number one, that there was no lab, that 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 the coronavirus did not come from the lab, and B, that hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Both of those Fauci propaganda items. Both of those pro, uh, Fauci propaganda agendas. That's what they are. So why would Fauci do all this? I'll continue reading his email here. 
are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people. So they don't protect uninfected people. And you have basically the entire United States of America running around thinking that they're protecting themselves when masks do nothing, according to St. Fauci, according to who, would, who everybody thinks is the arbiter of all things epidemiological, right? He says right here, they do not protect uninfected people. The typical mask you buy in drugstores is not really effective in keeping out viruses, which is small enough to pass through the material. <laughs> which would, Dr. Naputi said that back in March of 2020. What's the size of a COVID-19 particle? 0.06 to 0.14 microns. That's exactly, and, 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 the, and, the, and an N95 mask starts at blocking 0.3 microns. He says it right here, and then for over a year, touts the life-saving abilities of masks. These are bold-faced lies. Absolutely, and he's lied under oath. He's lied to the Congress. He's known from day one masks do nothing. I'll just quote Dan Bongino. Fauci is a smart, dumb person. If it might, however, mask provide some slight benefit in keep out, great grammar, gross droplets if, if someone coughs or sneezes on you, I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to a very low-risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines, he says. All right, go right to the next one, guys. Here we go. This one, that one you're going to have to put on full screen. There you go. Thank you. This is from, I'm, I'm, good luck for me, you know, me pronouncing Hugh's name. Hugh Achenkloss, maybe. So it's from Hugh to Anthony Fauci. The paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain-of-function research pause. <laughs> so Anthony Fauci is known full well, remember, under oath. To Rand Paul, he said that we were not funding gain-of-function research. And he's, look, at, look at what's being written to him. The paper you sent me says, this is what Anthony, Anthony Fauci says, because he's writing it to you, says the experiments were performed before gain of, the gain of function pause. So he's acknowledging that they were doing gain of function experiments before the gain of function pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by the NIH, Anthony Fauci's outfit. Not sure what that means, since Emily is sure that no coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework. Don't know what that is. She will try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. Back to me. They just go full screen. There you go. So he's saying in this email that he knows full well about gain-of-function research. He's trying to get the dates in place so that he can determine when these experiments, these gain-of-function experiments were done. Were they done before the pause? Were they done, during, done during the pause? He's trying to figure all of that out, and he's trying to figure out, because this is a response. He sent that to this Hugh Aachenklaus. Uh, he sent this to you. Right before asking, basically, what's our timeline here? It has to be because that's the response. Hey, put that, put the you thing back up for me one more time, guys. There you go. Put it, yeah, there, there you go. Perfect. Not sure what this means. So you look at that last sentence. She will try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. So what is he? He's answering. Now, remember, this is an answer 
to an email that Fauci sent, sent back to Anthony Fauci. So Anthony Fauci must have asked, is there any way to tie this to us? Is there any way to tie this to us? Because Hugh Achengloss answers and says, I will look into that for you, Fauci. That's exactly what was going on. Let's go to the next one from Peter Daszak from the EcoHealth Alliance. Here we go. Peter, many thanks for your kind note. Best regards, Tony from Fauci. So here's Daszak to Fauci. Tony, CCing David, whatever. As of the PI of the R01 grant publicly targeted, whatever that means, by Fox News reporters at the presidential press briefing last night, I just wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from a bat to a human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Are back to me full screen. So here's the thing. He's saying thank you so much for completely eliminating at least 50, a 50% chance of what really happened. There's at least a 50% chance that this came from a lab. And what Fauci does is on national TV, he contradicts President Trump. It's always on purpose because there's always a gaslighting, agenda-driven propaganda going on by Anthony Fauci. We always know that. So basically what he's saying is, thank you so much for saying that at least... 50 percent, uh, I'm trying to frame this right. There's a 50 percent chance this could be a lab leak, right? So he's saying, Dasik is saying, thank you so much for eliminating all of that. Thank you for eliminating that possibility. And again, and saying that the scientific evidence says that it came from an animal. What scientific evidence? Show me the scientific evidence that says that it was, that it came from an evidence, that it came from an animal. Show me the scientific evidence any more than that, than that it came from the lab. Show me how it came from an animal more than how it came from the lab. There has never been any evidence that says that it came from an animal because they have not found the originating animal. We have more evidence that it came from a lab. If you look under a microscope and you see the S, protein, S, S spike proteins injected into coronaviruses, that's way more evidence than, it, than that it came from an animal because they've never even found the originating animal. But he says on here, thank you so much. And remember, Peter Dasek, EcoHealth Alliance, that's who, fun, who Fauci funny, funneled the money from, from the NIH to Peter Dasek, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Dasek has come out with two articles denouncing hydroxychloroquine and denouncing the lab leak possibility. Two articles like that. That's Dasik has been running around. He is he is Fauci's Goebbels media, Fauci's brown shirt propagandist media, gaslighting media. That's who Dasik is, and Dasik's also covering his own culpability because he knows that EcoHealth Alliance, his outfit, gave the money directly to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain of function research. They know they did this. Fauci knows he did this. Right, let's go to the next one, Jeremy Farrar. All right. Hi, Tony. We're just going to focus on the last sentence of the first paragraph. Here we go. The usual features of the virus, the coronavirus, the COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2 virus, make up a really smart, small part of the genome. So one has to look really closely to all the sequences, last sentence of the first paragraph, really closely at all the sequences to see that some of the features potentially look 
engineered. Now look at the date on the bottom. Friday, January 31st, 2020. Anthony Fauci knew that at least potentially it was a human engineered virus. He knew it on January 31st, 2020. Have you ever heard a word from Anthony Fauci about the possibility that this was gain of function research that made this virus that is a human engineered virus where they have injected an S spike protein into a Corona bat virus and made it extremely transmissible to human beings. One thing I left out from the Australian scientists earlier is what they said was this. It's actually the, what, when they put the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 under a microscope, it adheres better, better to human beings than the original animal host. If there was one, which is impossible. Normally, if you have a virus that suddenly leaps from an animal to a person, the person is far less susceptible to that virus than the originating animal. Vice versa here, it's actually far more transmissible and you're far more likely to be infected by it if you're a person than if you were the host animal, which means there is no host animal. Never has been. You've been lied to from day one, from the CCP, from the World Health Organization, from the WEF, from Anthony Fauci, from the NIH, from the NIAIDS, where that's Fauci's Institute. You've been lied to from day one, and the church closed. The church listened to the psychopathic liars. From day one, everybody closed. Why would you listen to these people? All it took was a little bit of research, and you knew from day one, I've been talking about this. Please do me a favor. You can go back if they weren't deleted off whatever social media site. You can go back to last year, and you will see that I've been talking about this for over a year. All right, let's go to the next things, guys, the next uh, revolution. There we go. Dr. Fauci appears to be taking a page from Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's playbook by releasing a memoir about the so-called lessons he learned in public, amid, public service amid the coronavirus pandemic. Put the pick up. There you go. There's his book, American Crisis, Leadership Lessons from the COVID-19 Pandemic. That's Andrew Cuomo. And then you've got Fauci, Expect the Unexpected. Yeah, you know what, Anthony? What we've been expecting from day one is that you are a psychopathic liar. And you are all you are doing is protecting your own self-interest. You are protecting yourself from the public coming to the knowledge that you funded and you helped create the coronavirus. That's exactly what happened. Here's a montage of all of Anthony Fauci's. Let's put on full screen, guys. Here's a, here's a picture of all of Anthony Fauci's uh, books and magazine covers. There's his book. There's in Style Magazine. There he is, Time. Look at, look at, look at his title, Time Magazine. Guardian, <laughs> Guardian of the Year, Anthony Fauci. That go to People. There you go, people. I can, I can believe. I believe we can turn this around. You see, you see the absolute audacity of this man, knowing from day one that it was gain of function research, at least was a major possibility. And if you look at it statistically speaking, or if you look at it logically speaking, or you look at it under the auspices of odds, odds are it was gain of function, and he has been hiding that for fifth. 
15 months. People's businesses are closed forever. People who once were rich are now poor. People are dead. It doesn't matter to Anthony Fauci as long as his image is maintained, where he can be on the cover of style. He can be on the cover of people. He can be at, write his own book. Here's an interesting thing, Breaking 9-11. Developing Anthony Fauci's forthcoming book, Expect the Unexpected, has been removed <laughs> for pre-order from all major online booksellers. You have to love that, and I do love that. Listen to this nurse on mask wearing. Play it for me. Did you hear what she said? And it's been like this from day one. The sky is falling. The ERs are going to be overrun. The ICUs are going to be overrun. Never happened. Not once. Not one time ever. And you just remember, oh, it happened in New York. No, it didn't. Todd Starnes drove all around New York in March and the hospitals were empty. And the nurse just said, we have, we have our ICU, but it's not full of COVID patients. It's full of people with bacterial infections by endlessly sucking in latent coronaviruses, latent bacterial infections out of the air that they're supposed to be exhaling. That gets caught in their masks. They suck right back into their lungs. And again, let me give you my scientific expertise for everybody. Guess what? If you're exhaling something, it's not supposed to be in you. See how smart I am? It's not supposed to be caught in a mask for you to suck back in 10, 12 hours a day, one hour a day, whatever it may be. She just said their ICU is not full, not full of COVID, but you will not find any ICUs full of COVID patients. You won't find it for this, for this pandemic. 99.9% survivable uh, virus, post-infection. 76% of people who catch COVID never know they even have it. Kids don't transmit it. Kids don't catch it. Facts. Those are all those things. Who, who dies of COVID? The elderly, those with pre-existing conditions. Who gets hospitalized? The elderly, those with pre-existing conditions, and those who are obese. Those are the facts. Are there, are there anomalies? Of course there is. No, Tom. 600,000 Americans have died of COVID-19. That's lies because our total death count hasn't gone up but 50,000. So it can't be 600,000. I mean, come on. It's simple calculus. It's not even calculus. It's algebra. It's very easy. If you had 2.9 million people die in 2019, then you would have to have 3.5 million Americans die in 2020 if 600,000 Americans had truly died of covid but how many really died in 2020? 2.95 million. So 50,000 extra. 6% of the death count. 6% of the death count is what's been added to the 6% of the, of the COVID death count is what's been added to the total death count, which backs up the national file peer reviewed article that says that we have overestimated COVID deaths by 1600%, which is facts. That's why there's no flu deaths. That's why there's no stroke deaths, no heart disease, no cancer deaths. Suddenly it's all COVID. It's all lies. It's all been a propaganda driven agenda from day one from the Democratic Party. As soon as they figured out we can use this to defeat Trump, that's what they did. As soon as the WEF, as Prince Charles said, this is an opportunity that's quickly fading away for us to do a great reset. They jumped on it.
They made everything COVID, 270 million people, it's over 300 million now, have died as a response of the lockdowns in third world countries because they depend on first world countries to feed them and all those businesses are closed. So allegedly 3 million people have died of COVID, but 300 million people have died of the response. Great job, COVID caving Christians. Great job, Democratic Party. Great job, Republican Party. Great job, COVID caving governors. Never should have happened. What should have happened? Take care of those in the nursing home. Take care of those with pre-existing conditions and do nothing else. That's what should have. Nobody, you can't say that, Tom. You know, people will call you names. Don't care. I don't care if they call me names. Let them call me names. All right, from Emily Burns' video, play it for me. It's a homemade face mask. It has just two layers of cloth with a pipe cleaner sewn in to help it fit against the bridge of your nose. And it blocks the movement of air very effectively. If you're wearing one of these, you're protecting yourself and those around you. <laughs> Lies. You see, I mean, all he's doing is lying. He couldn't blow out that candle. The girl right next to him with a double mask on blew it out. He's lying. That's what these people do. Don't try to figure out why the pervert, the power pervs do what they do. They want to control people. They get off on it almost to a sexual level. They get off on controlling people. Don't try to understand. It. Let's expose some more lies. I am tweet. Cases in Vietnam are now up to 2,080% after an article was published by the coalition of quote-unquote experts praising them for the commitment to containment. <clears throat> I don't know if it's possible to embarrass yourself more than many public health experts have over the past 15 months. Let's look at how well mask mandates work, shall we? Let's look, we'll just go to the last one. UMD mask survey, 84% of people in Vietnam are complying with mask mandates. Look at them. Their original mask mandate back in March of, of is that 2020? Or is that this year? I can't even tell. It looks like this year. No, it's, it's last year. So they've been over a year, fully masked, and now look at their cases. April 1st, April 5th of this year, 84% mask mandates, compliance, and look at their case rate go through the roof. Let's go to the next one from Argentina. And I put these up there so that everybody knows. It's always the same. Look at the graph. It doesn't matter what you do. If I showed you a country or a state in the United States that had masks, didn't have masks, locked down, didn't lock down, these graphs will look exactly the same. They actually look better. You get better results if you don't mask and you don't lock down. That's the truth. We could show you graph after graph after graph. They look exactly the same. If you want it to be the absolute worst, they basically ostensibly all look the same. But the ones that like Florida looks pretty much the same as California, but it's actually statistically considerably better. So instead of being like this, they're more like this, but they're all the same. And because Florida didn't mask in lockdown like California, because when you mask people, you're actually adversely affecting their immune system and they're sucking in their own latent viruses and sucking in the bacteria that their body wants to expel. So you get sicker and sicker and sicker. And then the people come out after their immune system has been substantially lowered and then they walk out into coronaviruses and get infected. That's why the case rates go up. All right, let's go to Argentina. Cases in Argentina are rapidly rising again, so everyone must, must have stopped wearing masks and started whining about freedom. As we know, complacency and selfishness leads to surges. Ah, turns out compliance hasn't moved. Super weird, almost like mask wearing doesn't matter at all. Put the screen, put the, there you go, graph up. There you go. 
UMD mass survey, 90% mass compliance on December 20th. Look at look what it does. Nothing. They 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 put it at, at a at a valley, and then there's a peak. Then it valleys again. Then it peaks again. And then they have 90% mass compliance on May 18th. And now they're going through the roof again because masks do nothing. It goes back to Anthony Fauci's email from the FOIA request, right? He said masks do nothing. So why is he touting masks? There has to be an ulterior motive. Why would Anthony Fauci be touting masks when he knows via his email masks don't work? Why would he be lying on the Senate floor, on the congressional floor, saying that masks work, masks are essential to keep you safe? Those are lies. Why is he lying on the Senate and House floor that he did not fund gain-of-function research? Why is he lying? Why, why was he, when, when he was actually asked about UNC, the, the, the funding for uh, gain-of-function research at the University of North Carolina, he said there is no gain-of-function at the University of North Carolina, but if there was, they're doing it according to, according to guidelines. So which one is it? They're doing gain-of-function research according to your guidelines or your original lie where you said that they weren't doing it at all. So why is he lying constantly? It's two things, to protect himself and to push forth Bill Gates, WEH, WHO, Democratic Party, CCP, PLA, Worldwide Globalist Agenda. That's what it's all... Here we go. Here, here it comes. Globalist, I mean, uh, conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat wearer, because I'm talking about globalists. Oh, really? Uh, you know, Dem the Democratic Party aren't globalists? They don't even want there to be a border unless it's around their own house? That's what it's been about from day one. So it's either self-protection, because you know that you funded the research that created the virus, and or it's for the globalist agenda. And, you know, Anthony Fauci is on the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's vaccine board. So is there money going his way? And he's the highest paid public employee in the nation. He makes more than the president of the United States. Anthony Fauci does. All right, let's go to the next thing. Alex Marlowe. This is just the tip of the iceberg. There are untold number of uncounted nursing home deaths due to incompetent leftist governors. There was another one. We had Andrew Cuomo, and now look who's up next. And Tom Wolf will be right after her in Pennsylvania. You have wretched witless from the state of Michigan. The fact that Whitmer is even admitting to the possibility almost certainly means it's much worse than anyone can imagine. So here we go. Here, here's the article. This is from Breitbart News. Let me read it to you briefly. Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Director Elizabeth Hertel acknowledged Thursday that, that coronavirus-related nursing home deaths could be undercounted in the state of Michigan. Independent journalist Charlie LaDuff reported last week virus-related deaths could be undercounted by as much as a hundred percent which would take them from 5600 deaths to 11,000 overnight and that would still probably not be the true count who's why would wretched witless be doing these things because she put covid positive patients in two nursing homes you had one job i told you there's only one thing that needed to happen protect the nursing homes and let everybody else live their lives that was all that ever needed to happen never need to close never need to wear a mask never need to get vaccinated never need to social distance never need to stop going to church never need to lock down your churches nothing none of that ever needed to happen so Whitless had one job. Gretchen Whitmer had one job. Protect people in nursing homes. And what did she do? She sent COVID-infected people into the nursing homes. 
These people, listen, she, she sends COVID-infected people into nursing homes and doesn't allow you to buy pumpkin seeds. She sends COVID-infected people into nursing homes and doesn't let you buy paint. Facts. That's exactly what was going on in March, April, May, and June and July of last year. That's exactly what was going on from Gretchen Whitmer. Why? Why would that be? Because they, it's one of two things. It's either a larger agenda that we don't know yet, or they're wretchedly stupid. That's the, it's, it's one of those things. And when you're a power perv and you get off on saying you're essential, you're non-essential. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? We're going to relent and we're going to let you buy pumpkin seeds this month. And you know what, churches? We're going to let you fill up to 4% capacity this month. Oh, thank you, Commissar. Thank you, Queen Wretched Witless. Thank you, your majesty. That's what these people get off on. So it's one of those possibilities. Galactically stupid, agenda-driven, or you're a power perv or some combination therein. Or you're, you're part and parcel to the globalist agenda, which being as left-wing, and she's a, and listen, just so you know, while you couldn't buy paint in Michigan, you could get an abortion. That's who this person is. All right, let's go to the next one. Joe Colangelo. My son is playing his band concert outside wearing a medical mask with a hole cut in it. Look at the date. June 1st of this year. Great job to all the COVID cavers. My applause to you. Look what you've created. Look at that. Look what you've created. Congratulations. Let's see if I can do this. There you go, right there. I have to go the opposite. Look what you've created. No, that's not what we wanted. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. If you give them an inch, they'll take your life. That's exactly what the power pervs want. What the power pervs want is for this entire earth to be their little playground. They want to lower the population. They want to control every last part of it. They want to have the have-nots that perpetually supply the haves, the very few haves. When you see all the power pervs, let's use some lower-tier ones like Rashida Tlaib and AOC, Ayanna Presley, any other ones you want to name. So what is the, that's the jihad squad. Let's see. Let me get them and see if I can name them all. Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Ayanna Presley. Who am I leaving out? Dang, I can't remember the fourth person. I can't believe I can't remember the fourth person. But that's the jihad squad. And all they want to do is they believe that they will always be the haves, always be the haves, and be supplied by the have-nots. That's, that's why they tell you, wear a mask and are perpetually caught not wearing them themselves. That's why they tell you. Ilhan Omar. Gosh, I can't believe I forgot her. I knew it. So there's the Jihad Squad. Ilan Omar, AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley. That's the Jihad Squad, normal, formerly known as the Squad. Now they're the Jihad Squad because they are all anti-Semites that support, support Hamas. Here's my stance from day one. Put up that pick, Aaron. There you go, or Will. Never jump to the ban on the bandwagon. Never jump on the bandwagon. Here's BMW during WW2 and before. Don't jump on the bandwagon. Just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean that it's right. Just because everybody else is wearing a mask doesn't mean that it's right. Just because there's 100, 250 million Americans taking the death jab into their arm doesn't mean you do it. Don't do it. Take a stand. I was reading a tweet today from Jim Jordan about a military, some, a, a man in the military. I don't remember what branch. 
He's in the military, and he's scared that he's going to get kicked out of the military because he's going to refuse the vaccine. You go ahead and get kicked out. You have to take a stand. Let them kick out half of the Marines, half of the Army, half of the Navy, half of the Air Force, half of the Coast Guard, or more. 50 to 75% of those men and women will not take the jab. Let them kick it out, and let them live with the consequences. The Democratic Party is always depending on us to be the adults in the room. We'll keep you safe. Go ahead and burn down our cities, but we'll have a strong military to keep you safe and give you the right to butcher your unborn and burn down your own cities. We'll go ahead. We'll keep you safe so you can spout off all the communist socialist rhetoric that you do. We'll keep you safe. You know what? Let them make their bed. Let them lie on it. Let them live with it. Let them deal with the hand that they were dealt with. Let them have it. We have to take a stand. I get this, uh, Avi Yamani, Yamani, this was the insane moment. COVID cops, this is in Melbourne, Australia, violently tackled. Now look at the date on that. Well, there's no date on it, but I can tell you it's June 1st. Tackled a peaceful churchgoer to the ground for asking a question. Play it for me. What just happened there? Uh, so we were being um, pushed out of, um, obviously, the park. As I was moving, um, I was just simply asking a question, um, for what reason are we, am I being moved on for? And then just simply for asking those questions, they decide to, you know, uh, assault me and uh, take me to the ground um, and, uh, you know, do their thing. Completely ridiculous. I mean, they, you know, they need to tell me the reason I'm being moved on for. But I think the fundamental reason they're doing this. All of the purveyors of love out there, all the COVID caving art churches, all the COVID caving churches in general, you guys all said love thy neighbor. Congratulations. There's a church going being arrested for asking a question. Great job with that. A absolutely. Well, we didn't see that coming. Uh, the rest of us did. We saw it coming. You know what you don't do? You have a 99. You know, they're calling. I saw this. Uh, propaganda kit put together for school kids to get their vaccines. They actually asked the vaccine needle in the middle of it. It's for all the nurses to hand them their little COVID caving kit after a poor seven-year-old takes the vaccine. It says the jab of hope. Jab of hope. So a vaccine for hope. What, in order for it to be the vaccine for hope, then that means that without it, it there's hopelessness. There is no hope without it. 99.9% .9 of the time, Post-infection, people survive COVID. So how is it that the vaccine is the jab of hope? Because in order for it to be the jab of hope, that means that without it, there's absolute hopelessness. Lies once again. Why? Why? Because of Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's why it's the Bible unfolding right in front of a blind church that is watching their brothers and sisters be arrested globally for not caving to COVID the way that they did. Allison Pearson tweet, what third wave, this is in the UK, 36 hospitals in the UK, and this has been from day one like this, from day one, these statistics have been like this. Wave, we're all going to die. We're all going to be overrun. Help 
help us. It's all been stats like this from day one. I could show you. There it is. 36 hospitals in the UK now have zero COVID patients. 20, and they're still locked down in the UK. 26 of those major in 300 bed plus hospitals. 26, 26, back to me, 26 major uh, uh, serious COVID patients in the UK. And they're still locked down. You have to, you have to wake up and say, why? Well, it's because somebody could die if they get it. Someone can die of anything. We've never locked down before. We've never quarantined the healthy before. Could it be evangelical church that you're seeing the ushering in of the mark of the beast, of the reign of the dragon? Could it be that? And no, you're not even standing up. You're not resisting the devil, submitting yourselves, therefore, to God, resisting the devil so that he'll flee from you. Instead, what do you do? You don't resist the devil, which means in the Greek to actively fight against. Is that what you did, Christian? I don't care whether you hate me or not. Ask yourself the James 4, 7 question. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he he will flee from you. Did you do that? Or did you do what the devil told you to do? Close your church, put on a mask, and shut up, racist. Is that what you did? You know, when the George Floyd incident happened, did you have your systemic racism services as you bootlicked and butt-kissed BLM? Is that what you did? Or are you resisting the devil? BLM is a demonic organization. It's socialist. It's communist. Its leader is a devout Marxist lesbian, and that's who you take. You go ahead and have your services according to her dictates. Fantastic job, evangelical movement in America and around the world. Now let's go to the next one, Daily Wire. Tensions are escalating. Ontario congregation charged, criminally charged for doing what? COVID caving Christians. Meeting outdoors. Great job. Great job caving to COVID and opening up the doors for your... Ch- you know what you are? When you caved to COVID, you went in lockstep. You, you went hand in hand, and not just hand in hand like this. You went hand in hand in a romantic way <laughs> with the devil, with the antichrist spirit. When you closed your church and strapped on masks and put out your alcohol gel stations, you went in a romantic handshake with the devil. That's what you did. And now look at what's happened. Now, attention, Ontario congregation charged for meeting outdoors. They've even caved to some extent. They're meeting out. Well, they, they might not have caved at all, so I take that back, Ontario congregation. They probably can't get in their building. It's probably been confiscated by the government. And there's all these cookie-making, quarantine, super soccer mom Christians out there. It's quarantine day one, quarantine day two, back in March, back in April, back in May. You know, to save lives. Look what you've done, and yet they still don't repent. I haven't seen any, I have not seen any, I mean, I know that when I say I haven't seen any, that doesn't cover everybody, but I certainly would have heard of some sort of mainline or big name, internationally known Christian name that closed their ministry that has now come out and said I was wrong. I have not seen any of it at all, which launches us into Jonathan Shuttlesworth's tweet. A lot of people who were okay with church being shut down last year, which was 30% of my church. Of course, we never closed and they gone. 
last year, are now are leading the charge now that the battle is over. I want to read that again. A lot of people who are okay with church being shut down last year are leading the charge now that the battle is over. Oh, look at us. We won. We won. Scroll back, Jonathan says. America's evangelist, one of the greatest preachers I've ever heard is this man. They were, they were pro-quarantine, pro-online only, l- l- like going AWL during the war, then showing up for the parade. And that is exhibited by Mark Rutland on the bottom. The Bible is clear. Believers are, dare not forsake assembling together. He was shut down for months. The person's just saying, right, I dare not forsake assembling, that you are not to dare forsake the assembling of yourselves together. He was closed down for forever. And that's what's going on inside these churches. And listen, bring it back to me. That's the Anthony Fauci spirit. Anthony Fauci has lied. He's been self-serving. And now suddenly says, well, it could have come from a lab. And you're just supposed to hop on board with his veracity now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a great scientist. No, he needs to go back and answer for his sins. And all the pastors that closed down need to publicly come out and repent and say, I never should have locked down. I never should have quarantined. I never should have gone to Zoom services. I never should have put out alcohol gel stations. I never should have had my clean squad go out between services and foam out and, and fog out all my seats. That's what needs to happen. Otherwise, you're a Fauci. You're a Fauci. Suddenly, now you've been exposed and you're going to act like you were on board the whole time. Not going to happen, COVID caving Christians. I'll make sure I expose you for your good. For your good, believe it or not, it's for your good because Jesus' style coming out of Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus' style is a 180 degree thought pattern turn. You need to come out and say, I never should have closed. I should have stood on the word of God and I didn't. I apologize. And you watch the anointing of God fall on you. It will fall on you. Revival will come to your church. Power will fall in your church. People will come to your church you've never seen before. You'll get bigger than you ever were if you repent. But if you don't, I'm not talking about you going to heaven or hell or any of that. I'm not even saying that locking down was a sin, but it was a grave. It was a grievous compromise to the dictates of the word of God. And if you're a leader, you'll be judged more strictly. And I can tell you, you need to get out there in front of it right now and repent. And watch what God does to your ministry. It'll be amazing. Laura Ingram tweet. That's what China does. They don't care about losing money in the short run so long as they can make us dependent on them. Read the bottom. Chinese imports threaten survival of U.S. mass making companies. So they create the virus. And then sell us the mass for Anthony Fauci to lie about that for Anthony Fauci to lie about where he says they're going to save your lives. Then they sell us all the masks. That's quite the agenda you got there. It'd be like having an earth earthquake making company and you're also a contractor. I create earthquakes and then I sell you Then I can then I'll rebuild your home. That's the CCP for you. I can't believe that I'm actually showing a Brian Stelter video, but he's actually, it's from Fox News. Play it for me. 
being here. Um, we all agree that we it's very important to put COVID behind us. You and I have talked about vaccines. We've talked about research. But now more and more, I, I think it's really important that we drill down because we don't want this to happen again. Uh, and we have seen other viruses that came from lab leaks. I think that is also something that wasn't widely discussed at the beginning of this. Um, you know, so I think there are a lot of questions about the relationships and why we weren't asking tougher questions early on from our medical professionals. I, I, I agree we need to get to the bottom of this, but gosh, you and I just spent a whole bunch of minutes here talking about some issue that we need to get an answer to, and meanwhile, people are still dying from COVID-19, and we didn't even talk about the ways to get to an end to this with vaccines. So please, could we have a bit more of the focus on how we're going to save lives while we're talking about how this all started? We need both. You don't need the rest of it. See the, do you see the camouflage? That's the director of the NIH, which sent the money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology through the EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Dasek. That's the leader of the NIH. And what he's saying, you saw his hands go up at the very beginning, right? Let's not talk about facts. We don't want to talk about our culpability in this. Let's just talk about saving lives. That's how they get the lies in. They lie to everybody. What they do is this is all about saving lives. Wear a mask to save a life. That's a lie. Vaccinate to save your life from a 99.9% survival virus. Vaccinate your kids to save their lives, even though they, do not, they are not significant vectors of COVID. None of them die of COVID. None of them give COVID to anybody. But yet they'll say, we got to save lives. That, that's an easy way to camouflage. It's, an actually, it's not even camouflage. It's avoidance of truth. We don't want to talk about truth. Let's just talk about saving lives, even though saving lives isn't even on the table. You're not, sa you're not saving lives with mask wearing. You're not saving lives with their propaganda. But that's what they do the whole time. Listen, we're, we're talking about saving lives now. That's how they guilt you into not talking about the truth. All right, Javid, Jason Rantz, tweet. New Amazon is forcing... We're, by the way, we are in the vaccination portion of the show. New Amazon is forcing its employees to brand themselves <laughs> with stickers indicating they received a COVID vaccination, even if they'd prefer to keep that medical decision private HIPAA violation. Fight it, Amazon employees. It also ends up forcing them to disclose if they have not received a vaccine. You don't take it. Stand. You have constitutional rights. First, fourth, 14th Amendment. You do not have to stand for these things. Play Tucker for me. You can still go see a baseball game if you want to, but be warned, you will be sitting in your own roped-off section, marinating in your shame with the other disobedient bad people. Medical Jim Crow has come to America. If we still had water fountains, the unvaccinated would have separate ones. But wait, you ask... Is this logical? Does it make sense? Why would people who've had the vaccine fear being near people who haven't had the vaccine? Aren't the vaccinated protected? Isn't that the whole point of getting the shot? Sure, well, maybe from a health perspective, that is technically true if you want to be precise about it, but it's clearly not about health or science. It's bigger than that. It's about good and evil. It's about discovering who is a decent person and who, by contrast, deserves to be punished for sin. It's about finding out who has obeyed. And thankfully, once again, technology is coming to the rescue. Watch. 
It's called the Immuniband. The Denver physician says it's the first of its kind on the market. It costs $19.99, and it's simple to use. After buying it, you send a copy of your vaccination card, and they'll load it to their encrypted server. If someone wants to verify your vaccine record, all they got to do is take a picture of the QR code on their phone, and it'll take them to that website. It's easy. It's got a QR code. You just send a copy of your vaccination card. Just show your papers, and then you can participate in the life of your country. In New York, the state is doing this by itself. It's issuing something called the Excelsior Pass. The Excelsior Pass entitles you to all the rights and freedoms you imagined you were born with, but that turn out to be entirely <laughs> contingent on whether you do exactly what Andrew Cuomo says to do immediately. Officials in New York have assured us the Excelsior Pass is totally safe. It's every bit as safe as a state-licensed nursing home, and it's <laughs> utterly confidential. It's a lockbox. Your personal health information cannot be hacked by anyone, apart, of course, from hackers, people who actually try to hack it. Last month, for example, a man called Albert Fox Kahn broke into the Excelsior Pass in just 11 minutes. But other than that, you're completely fine. So more than a million people have downloaded the Excelsior Pass so far, and that's a victory for public health. Now let's delve deep into this immunoband. Oh, don't worry, COVID-caving pastors. That doesn't sound anything like Revelation 13, Mark of the Beast, does it? You still aren't going to open your church. You're still not going to apologize. You're still not going to repent. You're still going to act like you never closed, like the Patriot pastor. I love these guys that jump on. That's like Jonathan Shuttlesworth said a minute ago. They were closed for eight, nine months, and now suddenly they're out there espousing their COVID virtue. We're not going to wear a mask. We were open. You never talked about that. You spent nine months closed, nine months closed. And now you're talking about the invasion of your rights. When you, all you did was cave. If they came again right now and said that everybody in order to avoid COVID has to wear tidy whities everywhere they go, only you do it. You've already shown yourself and yet you're calling yourself a constitutionalist, a patriot. No, you're not. Pastors, you need to start reading your Bibles again and stop, stop butt-kissing, bootlicking, acquiescing, and capitulating to the federal government. Whenever they tell you to do something, whenever they tell you to jump, you say how high. You need to knock it off. You need to get out and repent. Look at what has happened. Look at what you've done. Immuno, immuno bands. You strap on an immuno band so that you can, you can, I don't know what you call it when you hit you, you know, when you go a machine, it clicks on. What do you call that, guys? I don't know. Scan it. Thank you. I'm so technologically illiterate because I don't, I'm not going to scan squat. You scan your QR code so that you can go into a Knicks game. You're going to scan your QR code to go into your church too. Oh, we would never do that. Your actions have led to this and you still refuse to repent. It's amazing to me that you can't see it. What's Revelation 13, 18? Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. Know what it is. Look at what is happening in our culture. Look at what is happening. Look at what you've ushered in. Now, this is an interesting side note to this story, and this is all from Tucker Carlson. The side note is, is that everybody thinks that it's, you know, uh, the most grievous threat to America, of course, is white supremacist terrorism, although none of that's happening. But everybody thinks that it's white conservative men or white people in general that are all not taking the vaccine, right? The white people, white, uh, here's the statistics. 
Far fewer blacks and Hispanics have gotten the vaccine than whites on a percentage basis. Few, way fewer black people and Hispanics get the vaccine, have gotten the vaccine than whites. So imagine what the seating sections will look like at New York Knicks games. This is all from Tucker Carlson. Imagine if, if it's mostly because over 50% of white people have received the vaccine. Only like 20 to 40% of blacks and Hispanics have who can get it for free. So imagine if you're going to have a vaccinated and unvaccinated section at your professional sports games. You're going to have black sections again, Hispanic section again, again and white sections again. <laughs> great job, Democrats. And great job to all the COVID-caving conservatives out there who are still talking about it, who still tout this as a pandemic. Big name conservative pundits, pandemic of a lifetime. 600,000 Americans have died of COVID. Do you ever look at the total deaths in America before you say, before you espouse that 600,000 Americans have died of COVID? Have you ever looked at the total death count from one year to the next? Nope. You just spout leftist rhetoric. Just like Rona McDaniel, the head of the RNC, put Happy Pride Month out this today on Twitter. That's the RNC. And like Rodney Howard Brown always says, there's no difference between the Democratic Party and the, and the Republican Party. They're just two heads of the same snake. There is a difference between conservative and progressive, however. All right, John Solomon tweet. Federal government is taking a very close look <laughs> at vaccine passports to travel, Mayorkas says. So there you go. They said a little while ago that they weren't going to do it, and now they're taking a very serious look at it. All right, NTD News tweet. Over 100 employees are suing Texas Hospital over CCP, Chinese, Chinese Com Communist Party virus vaccine mandate. They say they shouldn't be forced to choose between keeping their jobs and taking an experimental, non-FDA-approved vaccine. That is the truth. That's the stand that everybody needs to make. All right, Senator Ted Cruz tweet. Americans shouldn't be discriminated against because of their COVID-19 vaccine status. That's why today I introduced a bill to ban federal vaccine passports and protect Americans' well-established right to privacy. These are the fighters. These are the people that we need, as well as you. We need to fight. You're going to have to stand. It may be embarrassing to not wear your mask. Don't wear it anyway. Seems like that would be outdated. I was in Tampa last week, and everybody was wearing a mask outside of the church that I was in. That's it. I mean, it doesn't go away. Just be, even though it's been said, you don't need to wear them outdoors, indoors, if you're vaccinated. Everybody's still wearing them. All right, let's go to the next one. Robert Benzie tweet. Breaking, Premier Doug Ford, this is Canada, to allow 550 fully vaccinated frontline health care workers, including hospital and long-term care staff, to attend. He's allowing, look at the first five words, Premier Doug Ford to allow. He's allowing people, back to me, to attend professional sports. He, he, he's allowing people to attend professional sports games. I believe both of those were hockey games. He's allowing it. And this is what we want in our culture is for some premier of some province in Canada to be allowing you to attend a game. This is what you want. Truly amazing that anybody would, but there's lots of people who do. And we who don't have to stand. We have to stand. All right, Cheryl Atkinson tweet. 
Massive crowds gather for London anti-vax passport protest. I just want you to see that you're not alone. So look at that picture. Massive crowds gather for London anti-vax pro anti-vaccine passport protest. There's lots of people who are aware of the struggle. You are not alone. We all need to stand together. Do not cave. If you are that soldier, if you're that cop, if you're that employee and they say you will vax or you will be fired, then you need to go ahead and take the step. It's like Rodney Howard Brown did and got arrested. Take the step and be fired. They can't get anybody. They can't find anybody to fill your, your place anyway. We have record unemployment with record jobs available because nobody wants to work because Joe Biden's sending everybody $300 a week to do nothing. All right, next, Steve D's tweet, reiterating what I've already talked about. Re Revelation 13, 11 through 18, put the big pick up. There you go. First Presbyterian Church, First Presbyterian Church of Santa Anta. It looks like Satan. Church of Satan. Santa Ana, California, Santa Ana, California. Fully vaccinated are welcome. Oh, there you go. If you're only welcome in the church, if you're fully vaccinated. Great job, COVID cavers. Great job, evangelical COVID cavers. Nice job. Look at what you've given birth to. Congratulations on that. Well, it wasn't us, Tom. We only cave for a month or two. Have you repented? Have you said I was wrong? Have you, have you gone out and said it to people, I was wrong? Or have you just said it to God, I was wrong? I should have bound. I should have loosed. I didn't do anything according to the word of God. I just did what I was told to do, or I did what my feelings told me to do instead of what the word of God said. Dr. Naomi Wolf tweet. Vaccine researcher admits, whoops, big mistake, says spike protein is dangerous toxin. What they've done is they've put spike proteins into the vaccines. Remember, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 is a spike protein, human-enhanced virus, and that's actually in the vaccine. I'll read you the article. Terrifying new research finds vaccine spike protein unexpectedly in bloodstream. The protein is linked to blood clots, heart and brain damage, and potential risks to nursing babies and fertility. Vaccine researcher admits big mistake, says spike protein is dangerous toxin. Yeah, uh, duh. Thank you so much. Gary Chappelle tweet. Dr. Peter McAuliffe, over 70% of my patients are vaccinated, but now we have 4,000 vaccine-related deaths. You get, you can leave this up just as is, you get banned off of YouTube if you say this. You get banned off of Facebook if you say this. You get censored. You get mocked. You get called names. People are dying from the vaccine. Facts. That's the truth. 4,000 of them, 4,000 vaccine-related deaths in the United States from a virus that if you, if you didn't take the vaccine you, and you got infected, you have a 99.997% chance of surviving. Why would you get vaccinated? Why would you wear a mask? Why would you social distance? Why would you lock down? You're listening to demonic, antichrist, beast, dragon liars. That's what you've done. 4,000 people have died. The limit to shut down a program is 25 to 50 deaths. 
That normally ends a vaccine pro program. 25 to 50 deaths, we have 4,000. Swine flu was shut down. The swine flu vaccine in 1976 was shut down with 25 deaths. 4,000, 4,000 people have died of this. And I guarantee all 4,000 of them, if they caught COVID, would have lived. And they died from it. All for what? All for what? Alex, Alex Berenson tweet. Fun fact, in its entire 30-year history, VAERS, that's where you, you lodge your vaccine complaints, VAERS received 199 reports of vaginal bleeding from all, listen, listen now, in all of history, 30-year history, 30-year existence of the VAERS, 30 years of that reporting system, 199 reports of vaginal bleeding from all non-COVID vaccines, billions of doses. Since December, it has received 250 or more. Those are just the ones that have been processed for the COVID vaccine. Nothing to see here. They have more in four months than the 30-year history of all other vaccines with billions of doses. And you're not allowed to talk about it. Just, just remember, you got banned off of YouTube. You got banned off of Facebook if you said that it was a man-made virus. Now they found out that it is a, at least very potentially a man-made virus. And now Facebook has relented. You get kicked off of YouTube if you say the vaccine kills people. Now, just lo and behold, are they going to relent three or four months from now when it turns out that there's hundreds of thousands of vaccine deaths? Because that will be the facts. Those graves will be dug. Those tombstones will be put in place. Will they relent then? I don't know. All right, Daniel Coatsen tweet. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends, I want you to see the connections here. They all know each other. Recommends that children in diapers wear masks until they are fully vaccinated. Coincidentally, Yvonne Maldonado is the chair, get this now, is the chair of the AAP committee, American Academy of Pediatrics. Remember, American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that two-year-olds wear masks. Coincidentally, Yvonne Maldonado is the, is, the, is the chair of the AAP's Committee on Infectious Diseases, and she runs... <laughs> and she runs the Pfizer vaccine program on two to five-year-olds. So she's, she's in the government and with Pfizer. Go ahead and put that up. There you go. Put it, put it on full screen because I want everybody to see it. There you go. Stanford enrolls children as young as two, as two in Pfizer vaccine trials. Leave that up. I want everybody to see a Stanford scientist, Yvonne Maldonado. She is on the Pfizer Vaccine Board, along with the American Academy of Pediatrics. You cannot have these conflicts of interest. You can bring it back to me. You cannot have these sort of government, not sort of, I, I take back those two words. The conflict of interest where you are on a government entity and on the Pfizer Board of Pediatric Vaccinations. She wants to vaccinate two to five-year-olds. And there's people who are offering up their children on the altar of bail for these vaccination research programs. Play the video for me. My name is Sujarit Bhakti. I'm a physician and scientist. This magic bullet, the jab, is supposed to cause your immune system to explode into action 
and combat the virus. We have always had deep concern that this explosion would set off chain reactions leading to formation of blood clots in your vessels. Clots that no one can see, but they can feel. If the clots form in your brain, you have splitting headaches, nausea, vomiting, paralysis, so many things that so many people have been reporting. How to find out? You see, there's a lab determination, the D-dimers, that if they go up in your blood, it is proof that clot formation has taken place in your vessels. Now, a number of German doctors have been measuring the D-dimers in the blood of patients before vaccination and days after vaccination, irrespective of symptoms. And they have just found out that triggering of clot formation is a very common event with all vaccines, meaning that when you take this jab, you are allowing your body, you are triggering a reaction that is potentially lethal. Therefore, I strongly advise people not to get the shot. If you want to, as an adult, you may, but you must realize that you are undergoing a threat. Do not give the shot to children because they are absolutely without any possibility of defending themselves. If you give that jab to your child, you are committing a crime. Because there's absolutely no need for a child to ever be vaccinated for COVID-19. Post-infection survival rate for a child is 99.997. Zero kids, 17 and under, have died of COVID-19 in all of the county of Los Angeles, California. Zero. And why would a parent, outside of some sort of superficial virtue signaling, why would you ever vaccinate your child against COVID-19? For what? For what reason whatsoever? Zero to 50 years of age. Your survival rate is 99.98 or better post-infection. Why would you ever vaccinate? Over 50, from 50 to 70, post-infection survival rate for COVID-19 is 99.5%. You have a four and four-tenths of 1% chance of dying of COVID. Post-infection, why would you vaccinate? Post-70, after 70, 70 and above. Oh, they all die of COVID. No, the survival rate is 94.5%. All from the CDC. Facts. And they're probably better than that because those are probably convoluted propaganda stats. All right, from the B tweet. People who have caught COVID could be naturally immune from the virus for a lifetime, according to new studies. So here's the thing. Why is Anthony Fauci? Why is the CDC? Why is the NIH? Why is the NIAIDS? Why are none of them talking about natural immunity? Why are none of them talking about it? Why is everything about a vaccination? Could there be a deeper, darker agenda? And I will tell you, yes, it is, because they are all power perverts. They are all globalists. They all enjoy controlling people's lives. Otherwise, what's the point? Why are they not even talking about how many people, 40 million Americans at least have caught COVID, at least have caught COVID. 
So why are they trying to vaccinate everybody who already has it? What happens when you vaccinate somebody who already has natural immunity? You kill off their immunity cells. You kill off their T cells. You kill off their antibodies that are already there. And, and it's just the study right here. People who have caught COVID could be naturally immune for the rest of their lives. Anthony Fauci says nothing about it. Just like he said it didn't have a lab origin. Just like he didn't, just like he never said masks do nothing. There are a bunch of liars. Why would anybody do what they say? The Hill tweet, the vaccine's so good, New Mexico, New Mexico is offering a $10 million in prizes in new vaccine sweepstakes. This is going on all over the country. California's doing it. New York's doing it. Now New Mexico's doing it. They are all the, all of these governors are antichrist, baby butchering, COVID caving monstrosities. All of these people. Why would they be bribing people into taking a vaccine? Have you ever seen that before in your life? If you've never seen it before in your life, something's wrong. You've never seen an entire economy shut down. Something's wrong. You've never seen all of your community draped with masks. Something's wrong. $30 trillion in debt. $8 trillion added on for COVID alone. Something's wrong. You need, everybody needs to wake up. I don't care whether you're a Democrat or Republican. You had better wake up. Naomi Wolf is an avowed feminist, has come to the light. Not about, she still, listen, she still wants to abort babies like there's no tomorrow, but she's definitely against vaccine passports. She can see it. If you, at least if people like she and I, we are never going to agree. I believe if she died today, she'd go straight to hell. I tell her that to her face. But at least if we can come together and say, you know what, we want to at least keep our democracy, our democratic Republican, our democratic republic together long enough to discuss these issues. But right now you have the tyrants in charge who want to take away your first, fourth, and 14th Amendment rights via COVID. They're using COVID to do it. I'm going to do just a couple more things, then we're going to call it a night. i got to get to this one, though, because it, it, it finally... It's the epitome of what I've been saying for over a month. This is an election wizard tweet. Biden, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat. Put that on the big screen just the way you got it there, right there, because I really want everyone to see it. Terrorism from white, Biden says, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, not white supremacists. All right, back to me real quick before we go to the video, but have the video ready. Here's the thing. Where? Where exactly is it? Play it for me. The joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, <laughs> terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. Where? Where exactly? Uh, Joe Biden. Show us the videos. Show us the evidence. The white supremacy, I'll read it from quote, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland. Where? What organization? Name the organization. Just like, we want to ban assault, assault rifles. Define an assault rifle, numbnuts. Well, I can't, but I want to ban it. So the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Where? What's the name of the organization? Who are its leaders? How many people are in it? What states are these organizations located in? Where? 
Where, where is it exactly? I would love to see the location of this. I would love to see some videos that actually prove that this is the case. It is all lies. These are the same people that lie to you about masks, same people that lie to you about systemic racism in law enforcement, the same people that lie to you about vaccines. Listen, the first step in knowing all this, you don't try to change them, you try to expose them. You're not going to change Joe Biden. Outside of him repenting of his sin and coming to Jesus Christ for salvation, nothing is ever going to change Joe Biden. He's a baby butchering hack who tries to attend a church that's trying to bar him from coming. That's who he is. This is is our absolute bold-faced lies. Put up the John Cordillo tweet. There you go. Another black on Asian attack in New York City. By the way, the state assembly assemblywoman here voted to end cash bail in New York State. Read the bottom one. This was just sent to me from, from my constituent. This just happened in my district after she ended cash bail. In other words, releasing everybody. You know, you got a rapist. Ah, release them. No bail needed. Armed robbery. Release them. You can trust them. Intravenous drug user. Just release them. Somebody who sells drugs, just release them. Drug peddlers, just release them. That's what these people believe in, and this is what they've created. Play the video for me. And just remember that the greatest threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Remember that as you're watching the videos that I'm about to show you right now. And all I want to see is the evidence. Show me the Klan rallies. Show me the neo-Nazi rallies, whatever it may be. I want to see it. Here we go. Right there. White supremacist terrorism. Right there. All right, let's go to the next thing. Kurt Schlichter tweet. I'm going to try to get these in. Looks like an insurrection. Play the video. Remember, most grievous threat to America, white supremacist terrorism. This is in Harlem, New York City. This looks like an insurrection to me. Do you know what's happening here? Police are, are responding to a shooting, and this is how they're greeted. This is how the police are greeted in Harlem, New York. But the greatest threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. And here the police are responding to a felonious crime, a shooting in the area, and this is how they're greeted. Now that looks like an insurrection. Where is the F? B-I. Oh, they're too busy up in Alaska falsely raiding homes and arresting people for the January 6th riot where nobody was killed outside of a protester and the only crimes committed were vandalism and trespassing. Nothing done here, though. Don't worry about it. All right, let's go to the next one. This is San Francisco. Here's a cop. Coming up to this guy. Remember, the greatest threat to America, though, is white supremacist terrorism. And you see, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity offender because that looks like a white guy. But I don't think he's a white supremacist terrorist, do you? Now, the, who would want to live in San Francisco? I don't know, not me. Here we go. This, uh, this is what living in San Francisco is all about. That's a lot of respect for law enforcement. Now, what would happen to this lady if these, if these men weren't around? If these other citizens weren't around, what would happen to these ladies? By the way, come on, let's take some serious action here. Start kicking that guy in the face. Let's do something here, guys. So let this guy hold his wine bottle while he's trying to take care of it. Dude, crack him over the head with that wine bottle. What are you doing, dude? Holy moly. We need to teach that guy. We need, Aaron, we need to have our, our video up about how you really deal with these people with the frying pan. That's what you really do. 
All right, you can bring it back to me. That's San Francisco run by... Oh, uh, that's Nancy Pelosi's district, of course. And the one before from Harlem, New York, that's Chucky e. Schumer's district. Here, here's another one from Venice, California. I don't know what lame politician comes from here. Put that one up for me. Here's Venice, California. And this is from Ian Miles Chong, and he titles it, This is America, So Beautiful. What amazes me about this video right here is the people casually strolling by. Like, this is what they've accepted in their life. You got construction going on. See the guy's construction. This is just normal life for them. And there's a girl on her bike just walking by, here, uh, riding by. Here comes a guy just casually strolling by. And this is what's normal for them now. This is what's accepted in Democratic-run state. This is Eric Garcetti's city, another hyper-massive, baby-butchering, progressive, liberal, and this is his city. This is what they create. And you're wondering why they want you to wear masks and take their vaccinations. Because they want your city. They want your town. They want your state to, to look just like this, where you have the haves serving, where you have the have-nots serving the haves. And believe me, you're going to be a have-not. That's just the way it is. All right, the Daily Wire tweet. Finished as a city. Cares Keisha Bottoms, George Soros acolyte. Finished as a city, Atlanta at risk of losing one of its wealthiest neighborhoods over crime wave. It's a neighborhood by the name of Buckhead that's trying to get the heck out of the city to no longer be a part of the city because it is, it is an absolute Armageddon. The city is, there's absolutely no rule of law in Atlanta whatsoever. That's what Joe Biden and Keisha Bottoms, I'll bet you Keisha Bottoms is stepping down as the mayor of Atlanta. Just watch, she'll be a part of the Biden administration the moment that it's official. This is what they want for your town. This is what they want for your family. This is what they want for your city. This is what they want for your state. This is what they want for your country every single time. Antifabook.com tweet. Antifa is not a myth. Play it for me. Some people say Antifa is just an idea. Some people say Antifa is a myth. Mainstream media, they collude with big tech to bury the truth about Antifa. But ignoring the rise of the black flags in America, that's a grave mistake. So who is Antifa? Where they come from? How are they funded? And most people don't ask these questions. I don't have to ask it. I've lived it. And I wrote the book on it. Let's go. Antifa aren't Democrats. They're not Republicans. They're anarcho-communists. Only want one thing. The overthrow of the U.S. system by any means necessary. The original founder of Antifa was actually a German, a Soviet agent named Ernst Talman in Weimar, Germany. Talman was the leader of the German Communist Party, the founder of the Red Front, and in 1932, he created Antifascista Action. Under the two-flag emblem, the first Antifa targeted the government of their time, the Weimar Republic, which, as we all know, ultimately ended with the rise of Adolf Hitler and the National Socialists. Thanks, Ernst. Communist China in the 1960s saw a new form of revolution, a student movement called the Hong Wei Bing, the Red Guards. They took to the streets to remake society, and they called it social justice. Chairman Mao called the Red Guards from all across China to overthrow traditional Chinese culture, to go after the teachers, the business owners, even their own parents. As a result, 
somewhere between five and 10 million Chinese citizens were murdered to solidify the rule of the CCP, all in the name of revolution. In the 1970s in West Germany, the notorious Bader-Meinhof gang was another extension of anarcho-socialism that appeared. They were also known as the Red Army Faction. Now, this was a group of radical extremists who conducted a series of terrorist attacks funded by the USSR. This wreaked havoc on the entire region for years. Before turning to a life of terrorism, Ulrich Meinhof was a left-wing journalist. Funny how that works. During the Syrian civil war, some Antifa militants even... I can show you that whole video. It's really excellent. That's Jack Posobiec. You need to follow that guy. All right, Ian Miles Chong tweet. Get out of cities. You can't sum it up any better than that. Play the video for me. Sometimes people are like, why did you move back to New York? And I was like, I don't know. I just really love the ambiance. And like, there's such a charm to this. If you live in a big city, get out. If you're a cop in a big city, you should have already resigned and moved to Texas. There's plenty of cop jobs in Florida. There's plenty of cop jobs in Texas. Pick a conservative state. Get the heck out of cities like that. Fellow law enforcement cop right here, 1992 to 2017, 25 years. I was a street-level cop. I am telling you, get out of these cities. They will prosecute you for rightfully performing your job. They will do it. Believe me, I've got more videos on that on Saturday. I'll be back Saturday night, 1030. Do not miss. Love you all. Stay strong. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again. We are so excited about our new online apparel store. Find more styles and colors on our website. Get your foundation apparel today at shop.foundationchurchfl.com. Listen, there's a lot of people that have come to this church from other churches, and they're barely hanging on here. But the reason why they're hanging on is because their old church is dead. This church scares them, but they'd rather have scared than dead. God's in control. No, he's not. You are. You implement the word of God or you don't. God's in charge once you're dead. You're in charge now. Tom, that sounds like, that sounds blasphemous. That's only because you've been taught a wrong doctrine on the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means above all, not in control of all. If God was in control of all, we wouldn't see what we see. Who's in control of America? The God of the spirit of the air, the devil. Only by Christians taking ground, recapturing territory, or never surrendering territory to begin with. That is the hope of America.